Hi, everyone. This is Dawn Richard, also known as The Awakening with Dawn, and this is the Wake Up to Real Love podcast, where we share stories of struggles and triumphs in love, sex, and relationships, along with expert advice to create more conscious connections. And I am so excited today. I have one of the coolest couples I know, <laughs> my adorable friend, Shanine Mullinch, who is a free-spirited, creative consciousness, consciousness coach and quantum healer. And her beautiful husband, Steve Mullent, a warm, hilarious, grounded man who works in recruitment, and he's a singer in, the, in a band. How cool is that? <laughs> um, they are both big kids who love to laugh, and together they make one whole adult, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> they have a cat called Samson, a flat in Brighton, and share everything together because life is full of adventure. Welcome, Shanine and Steve. Hi, Hello. Hi, Don. Thank you for having us. I'm, I'm so delighted. So pleased. I've been watching this podcast. Like I said to you, and I was like, when am I getting on that show? <laughs> this looks so good. Well, you, you had a few other um, important things to do, like your honeymoon, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which, is, which is, of course, what I want to first ask you about. Tell us all about it. We want to hear all about your amazing honeymoon. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. It was the best time we have ever had, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Like, it was just such a beautiful place, and we had, they were just wanted for nothing, and we just had fun and laughed, and I got a tan, like, for an Irish person, I got an actual color. <laughs> right? I was like, wow, this is a miracle. But yeah, it was just so beautiful. Yeah, I got sunburn and then sunstroke, so that was that was ah. fun. <laughs> but, uh, sunstroke, seriously? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I was... I was I was ill for a, I got drunk in a swimming pool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't put any sunscreen on, and then yeah, was very ill. It was an awesome day though. We met so many people while we were away because it was all couples, uh-huh. right? Right. And I met people from Chicago. I met people from Oklahoma. I met people from uh, this lovely Texan man. Um, we met a Texan guy. We met all these different people, and we were talking to them. Um, at different points, it was this huge venue. So like conversations were striking up everywhere. And because we were you know, such free running time, you never knew how the day was going to yeah. go. <laughs> that day just happened to spiral quite quickly. <laughs> it was really, it was really fun. Yeah. And so why didn't you put on sunscreen, Steve? Because I got too drunk and I was having too much fun splashing around in the pool. <laughs> you weren't even that bad. You were funny. Like you were fun. Yeah. You put a towel on your head and pretended to be married. I did do that. Yeah. yeah that was- <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw that picture. Right. <laughs> he's, he's so funny. The thing is, Steve is a laugh a minute, right? Like, he really is. Like, that's that's one of the joys of being with him. He's very in the moment. Uh-huh. He's very spontaneous. And it's just, like, stay in the present. And to stay in the present for a full two weeks with him was, like, bound to me because I'm always so busy. Like, yeah. and it was just great. It was so good. Yeah, it was really great just to switch off and just not worry about anything worry, worry about emails and and anything like that it was just you know when are we going to swimming pool when are we going to the beach when are we going to eat our next meal um, yeah when those are the important things yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah it was fun that's awesome that's so yeah. awesome what did you what did you love the the most about being together First. <laughs> Put me under pressure here. Yeah, because you copied my answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it was just having the time to do whatever we wanted. 
So we're both so busy at home and we have, you know, a couple of hours in the evenings before we go to bed after work to, to spend together. So having, you know, two weeks of just having all day, every day doing whatever we wanted to do, even doing nothing, but we were doing nothing together. Yeah, so that, right. was, uh, that was the most important thing for me. Just, yeah. get, you know, having, having that time just to us without yeah. anybody bothering us, you know. We do, we do a lot of laughing. Like that's our, that's our, like our standard state is yeah. giggles, right? And like, I'm, in the, in the early days, we probably would have, there's been periods where we've argued a lot and we've been through quite a lot, but it's now at the point where I've seen all the parts of him that are gross and he's seen all the parts of me that are scary. <laughs> and we know when those bits come up just to get over it real quick. Yeah. I don't really like, it's like, all right, well, there's that. Okay, we'll deal with that and then move on and mm. let's go find an iguana and feed him a banana it was the best trip we've been on yeah, definitely yeah that's that's one of the things that my parents uh they've been together almost 56 years and mm. and i said you know what how how do you think that you've stayed together so long well first of all they got married when they were 20 and 21 so they said we were just young and ignorant and we didn't know any better right <laughs> so we sort of figured it out together but really they both said you know when anything comes up we just end up laughing mm-hmm. you know because we try not to take ourselves too seriously we try not to take the situation too seriously unless it's like a serious medical situation or, you know, they, they did say my divorce was really hard for them, you know, worrying about me, but, but when they're in the moment and dealing with something with each other, they said, we just have to laugh. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like life is too short. um, And there's so much love and joy in the world, you know, that it's just get over it and move on. So what a great, it's like great medicine for the both of you. Mm. yeah massively and and this is the thing i would have been a ruminator in the past uh-huh and, like, and always trying to like get to the meaning of things and steve taught me sometimes things don't have a why mm. right so i learned a lot about human nature and about the fact that like i would get like overly concerned about stuff and there's not actually a reason like sometimes stuff just happens and it's okay like it's just the way the world is and he's taught me how to, I don't think, a little, a be a little more balanced and stay in my heart a little more with things. Uh-huh. Like, I could get really anxious about stuff and be like, why did that person do that? And why did this happen? And, da, da, da. and Steve would go, no, it's okay. You know, they're just a bit weird. And that's <laughs> all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he kind of just he softens everything down and simplifies things for me. Um, and I think for... For you, I don't know what I do for you, but I think that's what yeah. <laughs> well, how, how, Steve, how did you come to that perspective? I think it's just the perspective I've always had. It's just, you know, sometimes things happen that you don't understand. Sometimes people do weird things to you and sometimes people, you know, act strange or sometimes things that don't, don't go the way that you want them to go. Um, and that's okay. You know, it's, it's everything always everything always works out all right, you know, in, in the long run, everything always works out right for us anyway, doesn't it? So, (laughs) so, you know, you just have a bit of faith and just, you know, let things be. Were were your parents like that, Steve? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think my, my, I lost my dad a few years ago, but, uh, I think, he, I think he was kind of fly by the seat of his pants kind of, uh, mentality. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the same, the same for me anyway. Um, I just like to you know, get on and do things. I don't like to forward plan 
anything too much mm-hmm. and just you know see see what happens apart and, from holidays you but, had this one down to the very yeah. near like he knew exactly where we were going what time we would go we are gonna when we're gonna do something fun he's on it right <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, all this out and he said and you're very good at taking care of stuff like you take care of everything everything in this house you do like the practical things mm. me right like he's really good with the finer details but he's just never worried too much about you know far in the future things whereas Uh i would fly away there really easily if i let myself Uh um so it's been it's a really positive relationship in that regard yeah because i I guess i think that the fact that the little things that i can do now are going to benefit in the long run anyway so Uh worrying about stuff in the long run even though you can worry about stuff in the long run but if you're not doing the little bits and pieces that need doing now the stuff in the long run is not going to get there. You know, right. I just like right. to take care of the little bits and pieces I can do now, and that's going to help me out tomorrow and then the next day and then the next day. So yeah. I think that's what. Yeah. And yeah. so you feel, you feel like you guys are good complimentary. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've got the big picture worked out. <laughs> yeah, she's got the big picture and I've got the tiny little brush strokes that make up the big picture. Perfect. It's the perfect palette. Yeah, yes. but separately, we're an absolute train wreck. <laughs> very true. Like, yeah. honestly, very true. Like, oh, we're, we're, like we're, answer, we're answering this question in a, a long end way. But, um, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Yeah, because when I, like, when I first met him, I was, I'd just come out of, I'd probably six months single after an engagement had ended. Oh, uh-huh. Right? So the end of that, what had been my first foray into maybe growing up, and not doing things according to what other people expected of me and maybe trying to take ownership of maybe true things about myself. And when I first met him, I was very content with my own company. Like I was really content just to be with me. I've moved, just moved to Brighton. I was entertaining myself, doing whatever. And I wasn't really influenced by outside things at all. Right. And I'm still not really. <laughs> and if anything tries, we'll betide them. Right. <laughs> it was like, I'm in a much, like I was in a much stronger place personally than I'd ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I met him, he just kind of helped me grind down all the goods, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he helped me to find balance and learn to like rest mm-hmm. and, and t- you know, take care of the day to day things, you know, which was really lovely. And so, Steve, how has Shanine helped you in this relationship? I mean, she's literally saved my life. Like, that's not a, an exaggeration. Besides rescuing you, rescuing you out of the drunken pool. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, we've, we've been through a lot. A lot in, in, we've been together five years, and we've been through probably more in that five years than most people do in, in a lifetime. Wow. Um, various, various bits and pieces, you know, that I'm not going to go into detail, but there's been times where, you know, I've been really, really low and, you know, she's picked me up sometimes by the scruff of the neck and then sometimes with a, you know, a a caring hand. But, uh, you know, the the end result is the fact that I'm, you know, stronger and wiser and and, and better for being with her. And she's, yeah, just improved every, every single aspect of my life. So that's what, that's what Shanine's done for me really. Wow. How, and in your previous relationships, what sort of struggles did you have that you either have worked through with Shanine or that you don't even have to deal with anymore? 
Or put it this way, my, my previous relationships were an absolute shit show for a start. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. This is authenticity at its finest. Yeah. So, the, 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 I mean, I, I said this to, to Shanine. I mean, I, I don't ever think I've, I've, I've properly... I, I was never... Before I met her, I was never properly happy. I was never... I never was... She made me realise, you know, what love was. Mm. And, and that's, you know, that's a really awesome thing to... You know, an awesome thing to feel. Um, I, I was, you know, there was various issues, you know, jealousy and insecurities and all of that stuff that, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with, I guess, like young relationships. Right. Um, and I think that we, you know, we're both of a certain age now where we're, you know, a bit more mature and a bit more grown up. And I think it just comes, just everything is just better. It's just a, a better feeling um, being together. And, you know, since, since we met, everything just got better. Life, life improved. Yeah. We dealt with a lot of rubbish, really. Like see for the first six months of being together, it was like heaven. We were running around Kensington Gardens in Brighton, which is like, or not Kensington Gardens, like the North Lane. The North Lane. The North Lane. Right. And it's like this weird marketplace. And I was living above a piercing shop. He was working in the um the like the furniture store the refurbishment round the corner uh-huh. and it's like really quirky really cool very hipster and we spent the entire summer just hanging out with each other and i was earning a lot of money at the time in the job i was in and we were just splashing it all running yeah. around the sunshine like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was so perfect for those first six months and then everything started coming up yeah like i got really ill right i had to deal with that i was started having um panic attacks and stuff and like all the stuff from my past started to clear and it came from that situation of having met him and finally found kind of home within myself, but with him alongside that caused, you know, now it was the time where everything that I hadn't dealt with in my past had to come up for me. He held space for me throughout all that for a year while I got balanced with myself. By the time I got that, I'd started reading tarot publicly right? And I started coming out more as myself. And then he started getting with her st- his stuff, mm. right? And it was really weird. It was like, it was one after the other of processing things. And it was everything. It, nothing was off the table, was it? No. Like, and it wasn't intentional. It was just the way the conversations went because we're both very honest people and also very emotional, mm. right? We were in the past and we were a lot more grounded now, mm. but we were very emotional people. So anything that there was there to either react to or face, it came up really fast, like classic twin flame behavior. And we met, the first day we met was on midsummer. And we'd been like texting for about two weeks. And I thought he's going to be really boring, right? Like I was dating at the time, but he was being so polite. Right. And I was like, oh, yawn. Right. I was laughing at all. He's like, little did you know. (laughs) He was just hiding all his tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. But he was so respectful. And one thing I love about Steve, as much as we've come to loggerheads hard at times in this relationship, we we own our shit. Mm. Like I own mine. He owns his. And we'll handle things. Mm. Took a while to get there, but we did. Right. And when we first met, he always, always gave me room and gave me choice. I was never restricted by him. That was one thing I'll say for him. He was never trying to change me, ever. Uh, like, and that was always really beautiful. And that was kind of the basis for everything then. It's, it's like you both were able to create a safe space for your partner to just be 
who they are and where they are in whatever moment they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's important, you know, because mm-hmm. like you, like, like Shannon said, you know, it's, I, when, when she was going through her stuff, you know, I, I was there for her. And then when I was going through my stuff, she was there for me. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a partnership and that's what it should be, you know, what it should be all about and should be, be able to, you know, rely on your, your partner, you know, to, to sort of help you out when, when you need it, give you a hand up or whatever when you, when you need it. And we're not afraid of an argument either. No, definitely not. Like that's really important. <laughs> but I do think that's really important. Like we would not be afraid of facing stuff head on. I'm like a dog with a bone. If there's something that needs handled, it yeah. gets handled there and then. Uh-huh. Right. And I've like always been that way. And he used to be a ruminator. We'd take stuff in. Right. And it would have to be, and he'd like, like kind of hang on to it and make it into something worse than it was. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas now we're both in the habit of like just dealing with things straight away. And we know we ourselves really well now. Like there's been, I've been through counseling in the time that he, I've been with him. He's been through it as well. And we've gone together as a mm-hmm. couple. Right, because it's important to take responsibility when there's times we can't do things on your own. Mm. We do go and sort of find the support that we need. Mm. And there's just so much love here. Like there's so much love. I know all of what he is and I love him so much, right? Like I there's nothing about him that I would ever change. Every part of him even that has annoyed me, I understand. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah, yeah, there is. Softens over time, right? But, um, <laughs> but you know, I understand who he is and why he's done the things he's done and why he behaves the way he does, right? And we've gotten into this lovely groove since we mm. got married, especially. Yeah. And how how do you resolve these arguments? I mean, you know, Shanine, that that was a big part of the reason why I got divorced, because mm. we would argue, and then there would be never be any resolution. And so, you know, when you, when you continually are just fighting, fighting, fighting and not feeling like we're getting through this as a partnership, it feels more like a competition. I mean, that's not healthy, you know, and and that's one of the things that I know my parents have said, like my parents didn't argue very much, but they were both very outspoken about their opinions and it didn't matter. They didn't have to agree. I mean, they could agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. Um, but you have to have some sort of resolution where you say, where you turn towards each other as opposed to away from each other. So how mm. did the two of you learn to do that? We have a code word. Mm. Like yeah. if things go too far in the ar- argument where one of us is like, maybe the way I would put this is like kind of indulging a shadow aspect or indulging a child self. If I go into child mode, mm-hmm. I know to bring the word out, right? I know I've moved into a space where I'm not going to be reasonable, uh-huh. right? Or I'm already past the point of being reasonable or whatever, right? And he's the same. And we both know the code word, right? So if it gets to that point where it's like, right, this isn't working, I will come back to this later, right? And then also I think, um, I think we know each other's kind of um, trigger points so well now that it's easy to bypass the nonsense of the argument and get to the root of it. If we give each other space, like mm. we tend to do that now, like if things get a bit hot, the code word will come out and then we'll resume yeah. and settle afterwards. It's weird because the code word, we say this sort of code word and then immediately it's like a sort of, almost like an off switch for me. Yeah. It's like, a, you know, you kind of realize, you know, what is this? Why, 
why are we arguing like about X, Y, Z, the actual reason. Um, and, and normally the, the reason, the thing we're arguing about isn't even the thing that we're annoyed about. It's, yeah. it's something completely different, but like having that, you know, that sort of code word, which, you know, for me feels like an off switch kind of gives us that opportunity just to take a step back and think, actually, hang on a second. What, you know, what is this? And then, then we got to the, you know, the root of it and we can discuss it in a bit more of a, a calm way. Mm-hmm. And we always say sorry. Yeah. We didn't start. We were both very, very strong, well, very stubborn. Yes. <laughs> and we both had strong views about the world. Like I had a really strong view of how a relationship would look and he had a very different one. Uh-huh. Right? And in, in the initial, that was tough because, um, you know, there were moments where we just weren't getting each other at times of our relationship, but we, we didn't, I didn't leave it alone and neither did he. It was like, it was more important to be close. It was more important. We needed to get this sorted out so we would find that balance again because we're so happy with each other. The alternative is just too wonderful. Like, why would you let something like this come between us? Do you know what I mean? Nothing. Right. There's, there's literally been nothing outside of us more important than us. No. And that's a fact. Now that I've said that, that's actually mm. very, very true. Mm. Like there's been some massive changes in both our lives with regards to how we operate lifestyle-wise. Um, friendships, relationships have kind of come away, right? But what's been replaced is a much more grounded, very shared kind of life, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like there's anything that's in my, my life, he welcomes and understands anything that's in his life, I welcome and understand. And there's no... There's no power games no. anymore, whereas in the initial there definitely was, like two very passionate people here yeah. in more ways than one. But, um, <laughs> but, it, but it was, yeah, so it was a little, it was a little challenging in the initial, but mm. we've been together five years now. Yeah, we have. So, so Steve, when, when you have those, uh, when you, when you uh, flip that switch off, you know, when yeah. you're arguing, how do the two of you come together to resolve that. I mean, you know, just the fact that you say we're a partner and we're going to deal with this, but like how much time do you need apart to sort of ruminate about it? And how, how's the, how's the conversation go when you come back together? I mean, generally it's not that we don't spend that much time apart. (laughs) If if it, it can be as, you know, it's, it's the code word is the off switch and then it can be a couple of minutes and then it's, 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 wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like, okay, you know, one of us or both of us have overstepped the mark or, you know, we're, we're close to saying something that we could regret. Right. Um, so let's, you know, and, and let's, let's stop. This is, this is ridiculous. You know, we, we realize, you know, we love each other. We're probably arguing about the same, you know, different, uh, different side of the same coin. Uh-huh. So, you know, let's, let's stop. And I think generally it will be a couple of minutes of yeah. maybe silence and then it's, you know, we'll have a hug or she'll squeeze my hand or whatever. And then we can, Usually we, we can talk. We ref- do reflect on things too. Yeah. Like what that was about was this and not what we thought it was about in that moment. Mm. Like uh-huh. there's like, I, I have zero tolerance for reacting from a place that isn't true. I will not accept situations in this relationship where one is saying to the other something that isn't true very important it's important to me that we both see the truth of any circumstance and I, I do go out of my way right to make sure that that's seen and, and, and understood right 
from my perspective, if I come out of alignment and I'm communicating about something that's not actually true and it's just my shit being thrown at you, mm. I will say it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you also the same. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a wee bit more time. Sometimes, yeah. For you to get there. Yeah, sometimes. Right, right. Because, and then I might have to help, right? Because I don't think, like with me, most men don't understand the dynamics of the inner workings of life. They don't know the inner workings of themselves. And I feel like that's kind of been something that I've brought to the relationship. He's taught me how to deal with the external world. I've taught him how to do with the internal. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm far more uh, in touch with my feelings since meeting you since, yeah. and since being with you, which, you know, definitely helps because, you know, emotions, it's important, isn't it? Yeah, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, and I think too that that's what causes most relationship issues is when you're not really acknowledging what's going on inside. I, I mean, I, I feel like, and, you know, please chime in, but I feel like a lot of, a lot of problems in relationships are one, because you're, maybe feeling you're feeling insecure about Mm -hmm. either yourself or your partner. Um, You're like um, you're feeling maybe disrespected or you're feeling not heard or not understood and, and disconnected, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I sort of feel like every issue in the relationship are about those things, those sort of core things. Mm -hmm. And so when you cut through the bullshit, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I just feel like you weren't treating me very respectfully and I know you Mm -hmm. love me and, you know, let's figure this out. And, Mm -hmm. but it, but it takes to, it takes that awareness first internally to say what's, what's really going on here. You know, I'm pissed off about this, but really I'm just afraid that um, you're not going to treat me in the way I want to be treated, <clears throat> or I, you're, not, or I'm afraid that this argument is so big that it's going to hurt our, our, you know, coupledom. You know, I mean, there, there are all these like multi layers of things that are happening on the external, but mm-hmm. it's sort of simplistic on the internal. It's like mm-hmm. coming back to that place of love and accepting yourself, and love and accepting each other. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that's like that's such a well-worn journey in this relationship. Mm, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like we've spent, we've like like he said before, there has been many challenges throughout it. Like I was dealing with um, like complex PTSD recovery, right? Whilst mm. here, he started to face things about his life and mm. things that he hadn't allowed himself to feel was with me right and in those experiences we discovered what was on the underneath of each other like I fully fully know everything that's going on with him when he's doing something when he feels something when he's experiencing something I already understand even if it takes him a few minutes to get there and often it's the case with him and me as well Mm. like and the the only difficulties we'll ever face now is when it's in the moment someone gets heated and something silly happens, but we can very quickly get there because we faced it all already. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's quite, it's, it's nice to be in that kind of space where, you know, to truly, I truly know you. Mm. Like I really do. And same back really. Mm, yeah. And there's no, there's just not any animosity anymore. Like, you know, things will pass so much more quickly. Now. There's not, heaviness inside of this relationship 
Yeah, and there's nothing carried over either as well, no. which I think is important. Yeah, you know, once once you've had yes. resolved, something is is done and dusted, and you've you know you've you've made your apologies or you know you've made up or whatever, nothing's carried over. It's not going to get brought up again because it doesn't need to. It's it's you, know, you cleared the air, you've dealt with what needed to be dealt with, yeah. and and you can move on. What's you know what's the point in dwelling on stuff that's it's already happened. It's not going to make anyone feel any better. And I think yeah. we did do that. I think we, we did that for quite a while. Um, yeah. But whether that's, you know, a, 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 a sort of um, a maturity thing. And we're, I think it is. Uh, we're both, you know, both are quite a bit more mature than we, we ever were when we grew up, when, when, we, when we met rather. We're sort of growing up together. We have. Yeah. Like you, when we first, like you think about when we first met, we, like I was pretty much running away from one life into a new one right mm-hmm. I think that engagement come out of one situation um moved to Brighton I was just starting a whole life fresh and I still hadn't worked out what my life purpose was that I was here for now I sit here married right running my own business I'm like creating like waves in the world in a positive way right and um reaching people in from my heart being myself and to the fullest extent, right? And I used to be a, a, a teacher in a really tough school. That's what I did, right? Mm. And my life was transformed in the five years that I've been with him. Mm. And it's exactly the same back. Yeah, definitely. I, I was in a job that I enjoyed, but it wasn't, you know, there was no career prospects. There was, it, it was a job. It wasn't a, a, a career. Um, barely a penny to, you know, rub together. Um, and, you know, Five years later, we're you know doing all right. I mean, I'm in a in a career that you know it, it, I'm doing well with, um, you know, and it's it's something that I think I'm really grateful for the fact that she gave me so much support when I was going through that transition. You know, I was facing redundancy, um, and and then I you know took on a took on a new job that I had literally no idea what I was doing, and you know, Shanine supported me so much through that. I think that was that you know. No, you're I, smashing it. Well, like he's been really modest, like he's literally smashing it now in terms of the job there, but also like as a human being, you are just so lovely to be around. Well, thanks. you are like he's just so cool and chilled, and this is like real Steve, like uh-huh. all the performance Steve is gone, and same for I need to say that mm. right, you accept that like that's the truth, right? Performing mm. and that's the thing, right? And also same for me, all the performances out of me were actually in a space time when we are where we're ourselves mm. completely mm. and in the outside world as well yeah yeah I and i couldn't have done it without you you took complete like you took complete charge of things when i had too much going on and you supported me kind of creating something out of nowhere mm. when i started reading tarot for people at night he didn't argue like he was like why are you doing this like i was just randomly reading people on the internet and that went from doing that in a bedroom on my bed, on my iPad to strangers to all of a sudden becoming this like kind of global thing, right? right? Working with people on that level. And and if he hadn't have been so respectful of the, of my choices and the things that I wanted to do in the world, it wouldn't have happened. And Steve's so generous. Like he's so generous with time, energy, like the way he listens, right? Like he will give and get nearly to too, nearly too much you'll give to the extent where you don't have to right like he is just there for me in a way that no one and I need to say this in my entire life has ever been and even wow. when I was having a tough time he was considering me 
And even wow. when he was being an ass, he was considering me, right? So there's, you know, that's something that I really, really appreciate in him. I've been very, very lucky. And he comes from a really strong family too, like mm. beautiful, beautiful family. Like a lot of unconditional love there. Yeah. A lot of laughter. Yeah. And that's kind of the joy that I get to have now in my life. Mm. Him it's beautiful. Yeah. What does Shanine do for you, Steve? She makes me feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, she 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 means everything to me and she makes my life. My life would be nothing without her i mean she's i i work hard um but i work hard in order to it's everything that i do is, is basically it's for our future um because you know she's going to be the mother of my children one day and we're going to grow old together and be little old biddies walking down the <laughs> you know, walking down the, the high street um you'll be blind and dead <laughs> yeah you with a stick no, she she just she's she's made me she gives me love, um, more love than you know I could sometimes than I can handle. Um, but uh, that that's the most important thing I think that anyone can give give anyone. You can't take how, how does she show you love? In <laughs> in all kinds. Of <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how X-rated do I want to go with this? <laughs> Oh, no, I'll, I'll keep I know it. your mind went there. I know it did. <laughs> I'll keep it PG thirteen. Um, <laughs> it does play a part, though. Yeah, of course it does. Like it plays a huge part. Mm. Yeah, that part is great. <clears throat> you can admit it. You can admit it. We can talk about this if you're willing. Yeah. If you're willing, I'm not going to talk about it, but you can. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm Brit I'm British. We don't talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Especially not on the internet. Oh funny. Anyway, we'll skip on. So yeah. what were you saying? How do I love you, Steve? How do you how do you love me? Let Outside me. of the bedroom. <laughs> we'll just say that she loves you very well in the she bedroom. Loves, she loves me very well. Um yes. You're <laughs> blushing, you're blushing. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> That's not the only way I should be not- <laughs> Can you not to say that's the only way? I didn't, I didn't say it. Dawn inferred it. <laughs> it's Dawn's fault. No, I just said in addition to. Go ahead. Tell us the rest. <laughs> tell us the PG-13 <laughs> part. Tell us you love me. Uh, I don't know if you really do, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> she might need to make it up to me tonight. <laughs>
and I think it was kind of like, I think that the turn was when he went through that redundancy and the job um, was taken away from him. He was working the architectural salvage at the time because then he had to face and see his own value in the way that I saw him and the choices that he had to make from there. And they were his choices, you know, they weren't not, from a, not from an external point of view, which I think no. men tend to do a lot, right? Mm. Yeah. You, that you sort of find your value in your work. Mm. How, yeah. and how people see you in the outside world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So how did Shanine make you see differently? It just made me realise, you know, I think for a long time I was, I was I, I'm a bit, of a, a bit of a joker, a bit of a, you know, practical joker, a bit of a, a um, take the piss a lot, basically. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and um, I think for a long time I, I sort of put my value at that, um, and Shanine showed me that, you know, there's more to me than that many layers. And, and, and I didn't really realize that I had many layers, you know, um, I thought it was just that, that one kind of, one kind of thing. Um, and yeah, she gave me that, the sort of opportunity to, to see that in myself, uh, because, you know, she, she kept on pointing it out and, and telling me it was, it was there and then wouldn't take no for an answer. When when I was refusing to see it for a long, long time, um, and I think that's the that's the biggest thing. You know, you've given me that ability to see my own self worth and self respect and 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 security in myself, which is you know an amazing gift to give someone else. I've never wow. seen him more content, and I've never seen him more content than when we got married. Mm. Why Why do you think that you had a hard time believing her? Um. It's old habits die hard, don't they? I mean, it's it's years and years and years of of telling myself that, and right. and and it, it wasn't other people telling me that; it was me telling myself that. You know, right. it, it's it, it's 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 a hard hard thing to to change your mentality when you've been thinking about yourself in a certain way for twenty. How old was I when we met? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah, thinking about yourself in a certain way for twenty seven years. Right. It's difficult to then suddenly change that that thought process um but you know giving me the the space to do that and the the tools i guess to do that is uh you know is what what shanine brings and brought to the table i was just (laughs) i was just gonna say that she really has reflected to you your truth yeah i'm not as woke as everyone else though so i can't say those words I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, I I think I think it's true. I mean, we all deal with our own insecurities and and it's so important, you know, because we all sort of struggle with these things, this internal mm-hmm. dialogue. And um, you know, when you have somebody that really reflects to you like your highest version of yourself, you know. That, that despite all your shit and shenanigans, you know, that somebody says you're, a, you're an amazing human being mm-hmm. and, and I'm so lucky to be in love with you. <laughs> I'm mm. so, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. What, what a blessing and a gift that is. Mm. Yeah. It blew, I think it blew my mind the first time, you know, she said those kind of things to me, it, it, you know, blew my head off my shoulders. Um, I just wasn't, I wasn't used to it, you know, I wasn't, wasn't, 
it's and it, I, I still do sometimes struggle when I say sometimes I mean most of the time I do most of the time struggle with taking compliments and and things like that I just kind of get a bit you know, bashful and I love that though that's why I married him I love the bashful like that is just like such a good thing like it's every time you blush I'm like huh? because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's such a man right he's very masculine but at his core incredibly incredibly grounded very wise very pure-hearted uh-huh. and we ha- we really have grown up together like I was all over the place when I when I met him but in a happy way and he was all over the place in a sad way and we kind of came together and found a balance <laughs> where I was like with all my mania and all my ex- enthusiasm and all his kind of groundedness and kind of grumps right? <laughs> and find something that, that, that works yeah. exponentially. And I remember the first month that we were together, right? Um, we were, I think we were laying in my room and staring at the ceiling and I discovered you could get more out of him if you were looking somewhere else. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's not so much pressure, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I remember we were, I asked, I was always into asking kind of big questions. Like I like asking people big questions so I know them. <coughs> kind of ironic given what I do now. Um, but yeah, it was, I remember asking like, what were the three most important things to you? If you could choose from all the things in your life, like or the or, or things in your heart, what's the most important things to you? And um, my first, my number one was growth. And it still is, mm-hmm. right? And then he, I remember his response. No one's ever made me think about myself like this. <laughs> he goes, no one's ever asked me these questions. Yeah. Like he said, genuinely. Is, is this relevant? Yeah. <laughs> is this, is this going to be on the test? Like, <laughs> I remember I was texting you one time too. And I asked you, who would you bring? Who would you bring to, uh, to, on it? If you could invite anyone on a dinner, to, uh, like a, for dinner to yeah. your house, who would you bring? Like, and he answered me right directly, but I could spot that he was still trying to impress me in some of the answers. Cause he asked, he said, all of, I, the, answer, all, all of the answers. Yeah. He yeah. said Einstein. I was like, that was so calculated. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and I could basically work out what he thought of me. He's just like, well, she's obviously smart. So I'll tell her Einstein. That'll, that'll get her going. <laughs> um, and it's kind of all that BS is gone. Now. That's what I meant about the performance. Like I kind of yeah. demanded honesty from him. And to be fair, I loved him so much that I had to deal with a lot of my own rubbish too. And because he's so direct, we wasted no time in clearing all that. Right. You know, and, and also he's very loyal. Like there's a loyalty inside of him. Like I've not seen with anyone. I could be, it doesn't matter what I do. He'll stand beside me. And he said many times, mm-hmm. If you murder someone, I will help you bury them. Wow. Not that I ever plan on murdering anybody, but like, absolutely not. I'd be rubbish at it anyway. You'd be terrible at it. Yeah, I'd be really bad. I can even dead on screen when it's on the TV. Right. So like, I could never do that, but there's mad loyalty and it's really beautiful. Well, that goes both ways though. It does. I know if I had murdered somebody, you'd help me hide the body. So that that kind of goes both ways. Yeah. Um, So that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I not, think that, not that we're planning on murdering. I think I think this is really beautiful. I'm just thinking about you guys having kids because I um I've told my kids, you know, various things happen when you have children. They they trigger you, you know, they trigger the worst parts of you and you see the worst parts of them. And 
no matter what, you always have their back because yeah. your, your love is so deep and abiding that it doesn't matter what they do, mm-hmm. that how much they hurt you or hurt somebody else. It's like, I love you and I want what's best for you. And so I'm going to help you figure out how to get through whatever shit you need to get through. Mm-hmm. And so this is just pure, like, um, foundation for the kind of family, you know, for the kind of couple that you want to be and for the kind of family that you want to co-create. And mm-hmm. it's really beautiful. Like put it this way. I spend my days now, um, coaching and guiding and assisting people on unconditional love. Mm-hmm. He taught me that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be doing any of this if I hadn't met him. You didn't know that? Did no, I didn't know that. No. Uh-huh. Sidebar, Steve is blushing. <laughs> <laughs> I am blushing, yeah. There's not much I can say to that. <laughs> and do you feel like she's taught you the same, Steve? Yeah, absolutely. Without, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. 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 I know there's there's not much that from from what we've gone through. I know there's there's n- probably not a lot that we couldn't get through, mm-hmm. you know, together. And I think that's that you know that's unconditional love. Thank mm-hmm. you for taking care of me. Right. Thanks for being you. You're awesome. Sorry. You're all right. Like I'll keep you. Your your beard's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the beautiful part for me. I said this with Martin and Elise Angela and, and Victor and Grecia is that seeing the love between like, I get emotional. It's really beautiful. It's really, it's really, really beautiful. Love you too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're awesome. Yeah. She gives the best hugs. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't I tell you Don was going to be so easy? You did. Yeah, he was really worried it was going to be super woo and he wouldn't understand any of it and it would like freak him out because this is what he does. He goes, oh no, talking to woo people on the internet. <laughs> and I say, no, Dawn's awesome fun. She's going to be so easy to like, like so easy to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I, I usually, um, well, first of all, let me ask you, what, what are your sort of plans for the future for the two of you or individually? We have we have together and then individuals inside of together. Yeah. Because I think that's really important that we have yes. our individual lives. Like I was a pain in the neck in our first year or two because it wasn't really, I didn't have my life together yet. I didn't know anyone. Mm. And I, there was a lot of relationship difficulties from that because it was kind of leaning on him for a life, right? And it's not like that anymore, no. right? And I dealt with all that. Um, but yeah, two individual experiences of life, but done together. Um, for as a, in our relationship, in terms of our vision, it's very much fly by seat of our pants. But we have a rough idea of how we want it to go. Don't yeah, we? we do. Yeah, yeah. As long as it involves, you know, beaches and and speedboats. <laughs> I like that. I'll be visiting yeah. lots. <laughs> beaches and traveling. We love to travel. We love going away together. Like we're 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 really good travel buddies we are yeah like really really good apart from on planes planes don't work yeah the, the planes the, the flights are the, the worst part of that yeah well, there's always an argument on the plane but yeah. like, like i said we fly past that which yeah. is good yeah that's um, good yeah <laughs> yeah so traveling and 
going on adventures around the world. I want to go hiking still, Steve. Yeah. That's a thing that needs to occur. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to buy a boat someday. We did plan on or thought about. We seriously considered moving into a houseboat. Yeah. Oh. That was a thing. We're not yeah. going to do that now. No. We realized it was going to be a logistical nightmare and yeah. everything would always be damp. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's, not, yeah. that's no good. And we can't have any of your fancy clothes. No, we damp, can't. We can can't we? have my fancy he's clothes. He's very trendy, damp. man. <laughs> very organized. Like, I don't know how he spends any time with me in public because I barely coordinate my outfits, right? And he is just so put together. Like, it doesn't make sense. No. I'll he, but, always um, look, he always looks Gucci. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so what else? Um, I mean, relationship-wise, you know, it's family is the, the aim for both of us um, and, you know, it always has been. Mm-hmm. Um, we've both been very open and honest with each other about that, you know, since probably our second or third date. Um, <laughs> we furnished our house on the fourth date, fourth yeah. or fifth date. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Wow. wow. And it wasn't creepy, knowing that those conversations come up and then it's like, uh, it, why did I do that? Like, it wasn't like that at all. It was just very natural. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think think more importantly just continue you know doing what we've been doing and sort of growing and um keep on growing to get the growing up together but not getting not being grown-ups yeah and just still trying to be as fun and as carefree as we can yeah which is yeah, what we've been doing which is fun yeah. yeah which that's the way that you stay young you know, mm. in general, I mean, my, my parents still do very silly things, you know, and they're like, we're very childlike. It's like, you know, seeing the world through new eyes every day and, and really um, being open to all the possibilities that life has to offer. And mm. that's what keeps you young. That's what keeps you like spirited. And that what keep, that's what keeps your, that sense of aliveness and vitality both within yourself and with each other that you can constantly be, be introducing new adventures and new ideas and new inspiration and all that kind of stuff. It's like yeah. beautiful. That's, that's, I think that's our plan. <laughs> you know, it's, worked, it's worked so far. It's worked for five years. So uh, let's, let's carry it on and, and see, see how many more years we can, uh, we can eke it out. At least, an, at least another 55. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I always ask um, my guests at the end, what is your definition of real love? I'll leave that for Shanae. She's the wordsmith in there. No, 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 no. You both have to answer. You're going to try and buy it right now. No, you can't escape. You escape the X-rated stuff. You can, you can, this is all rated G. What's real love? Real love. I'm going to say a really, really simple thing. Be in there. It's be in there. Being there in the tough times, being there in the good times, being there when they don't want you there, being there when they don't, <laughs> right? Just being there and having the other person know that you're there too. Mm. That's the big one. Yeah, I can't, I can't improve on that. You, you stole what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You, you have to add a few more. Come on. Okay, I would say, um, so we're looking for the definition, yeah? Yeah. What is real, what is real love to you? 
Real love is, I want to say real love is what makes us alive. Real love is what makes us better people and real love is what makes us the best people we can possibly be. Pure life. Yeah. That's so true. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Well done, Dickens. Yeah, you're welcome. Patch very far, don't I? <laughs> Oh, you guys, you two are beautiful, beautiful, beautiful couple. Thank you so much for coming. Um, if people would like to get in touch with you, what's the best way to, to find you? Well, um, I am Shanine Mooland on Facebook and I have a website, uh, Um, But the easiest way to find me is on Facebook where I run the Freedom Network. Um, which is an independent um, program for conscious people and pure hearts um, sharing their lives and sharing uh, their experiences. And um, I also do consciousness coaching and quantum healing as well. Steve will not be able to be accessed because it's barely, it's barely, he's barely able to be on the show right now. He's backed off to like the corner of the screen. But you can always give him a wave because he's hanging yeah. around. He's hanging around on my stuff. I'm, off, I'm often dropping hearts and, and the occasional cheeky comment on on Shanine's videos and, and, and <laughs> so, yeah. come say hi. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you still in your band? I am. Yes. What's yeah, going on with that? Yeah, we're awesome. Um, if anyone out there needs a band, um, stickyfingersband.co.uk. <laughs> We play weddings, birthdays, parties, uh, bar mitzvahs, funerals. We'll play if, if there's uh, if there's cake with there. Um, yeah, no, it's awesome. We've got a we've got a couple of wedding gigs coming up next week and then the week after. So yes, it's all good fun. And you say you sang at your own wedding. I did sing at my own wedding. Yeah, everybody just, saw that. See, so yeah, just just the one just the one song because I thought if I do any more, I, I probably wouldn't have had wife so uh, yeah no it was, it was good fun he did that as a surprise he sang you do something to me by paul weller and this is the weird thing all my life i always 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 wanted someone to sing that song to me like for no reason from when i was about 17 or 18 wow. i always sing that song to me right i remember i was in a pub once in dublin with this girl in one of my courses and she sang it to me in the pub right and i went it's not the same <laughs> right i mean and he doesn't know this no he doesn't know this and he chose that you're just telling him this yep and he he did not know that right and that was my song for years and he chose it and sang it to me at the wedding you had no idea steve no i didn't know that story at all um we 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 these sorts of things that happen he does these things there are things synchronicities in this relationship that cannot be explained and i just take them as a given like i'm just like (laughs) yeah that's just the thing yeah why did you pick that? We, we'd quite often, when we were dating, and then still now, we would just go for long drives and just put, put a good playlist on and just sing our hearts out uh-huh. whilst we're driving. Uh-huh. And that was always a favourite of both of ours when it came on, on Shuffle. That was always a favourite of both of ours that we'd just you know, sing along and sing every word to. So, you know, and you know, the, lyrics are, the lyrics are beautiful of the song. So I figured when I when I decided that I wanted to do a, a surprise song, you know, that was the the first the first one that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly, it was for for a good reason. Did you ball, Shanine? 
I, I actually didn't. I was so, because it was, it was a manifest moment for me because uh-huh. I know somewhere, like, because I am, that's what I kind of do. I'm an intuitive. I see and feel. So when stuff like that happens, I feel like it's a nod from God. Right. So it's just like, oh, so I smiled and I stood there in the middle of the, the, the dance, dance, dance hall, kind of like swinging my um, bouquet, like just like uh, looking really like. My husband's in a band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't. Like, so cool. <laughs> I was so surprised, but then I wasn't at the same time. I was like, oh, so that's what this was about. Wow. Why that was in my head all this time because he was going to do that. Mm. How beautiful. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that story. That's weird. You're very intuitive. I don't bother telling you because it would freak you out. Yeah. You're always doing that. He's always doing these great things. One of our, our first ever dates was one of It was the first drive. It was. Right? A- we went for a drive. I was talking about The Great Gatsby because I love that movie and I love the story. Mm-hmm. And I was describing the movie. And then the big yellow car from the Gatsby movie, the big like 1920s car drove past us. Yeah. Right. So like, it's just little things like that have been happening all the time. And now I can't be bothered to point them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you know. No, no, uh, yeah. You should still point them out. It's still yeah, fun to point them out. Them out. Yeah. yeah okay. It still blows my mind. Point them out. Okay. <laughs> One of the ways to keep that, you know, aliveness, like, oh, yeah, synchronicity, synchronicity, confirmation, manifestation. That's really cool. Really, really cool. I adore you, too. <laughs> I love you, too. Thanks, really Thanks for having us. So yeah. much for, for being here. You guys are amazing, and you are more than welcome to come any, 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 any time. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much. You much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Okay, so if you, if you like what you heard today, please subscribe and share with your friends. And if you would like support in finding more connection, expansion, fulfillment, authenticity in your relationships, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Awakening with Dawn. Feel free to send me a message and I'd be happy to help you find and create more real love in your life. And remember, the most important relationship you will ever have is the one you have with yourself so that you can be the kind of partner that you want to have. Thanks everyone for listening and I'll see you next time. Take care.